speak.studio. And this is We Have Notes, a podcast for the pop culture obsessed and the people who love them. We've got a very special, supersized episode today. It's long, but, you know, that's just how how it had to be. Also, apologies for my very scratchy voice. I have lost my voice, which happens to me not infrequently, not sporadically, one might say. But um, it's it's a. It's the Taylor. It's the Taylor Midnight's episode. Um, yeah, we went really long. Uh, my friend Alana Fishman is back, and we go track by track through this album, including the three a.m. Uh, the three a.m. songs. So we did a little. We went a little quicker on those because we've we're still like, you know, sitting with them. Um, because yeah, she released seven extra tracks at three in the morning the the day of the album's release. So not going to get into much more. I think we all know how I feel about Taylor Swift. I love her so much. She is her art is so important in my life in the lives of so many people. I love this album. I love that we're back doing some synth pop. I love that the writing is strong as ever. She is one of the great lyricists of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I cannot wait for her to tour. I do not know how she's going to make all the things work that she has put out in the past couple years that she hasn't even toured. But if anyone can figure it out, it will be Taylor Allison Swift. Um, She's going to be able to take all my money too. She she has not formally announced the tour yet, but it's happening. She she referenced it on Fallon. Like I think I should do it. Um last night, which is we we recorded this on on Monday the 24th. So she had not um done that appearance yet. And I will say I was right about the bejeweled music video and the Heim sisters but also Laura Dern showed up and Jack Antonoff showed up and Dita Von Teese showed up and Pat McGrath the great makeup artist Pat McGrath so uh, that is now out you can watch Bejeweled and without further ado here is our deep dive into Taylor Swift's 10th studio album Midnights which she has described as the product of 13 sleepless nights over the course of her life music that she has written currently but it is a it is a retrospective introspective emotionally emotional deep dive of a rye it's rye pop perfection that goes deep into insecurities and nostalgia and and back to some uh some pop roots with a big old side of rampant anxiety, which is just how I like it. And so, yeah, here is me and Alana and Midnight's.
guest is Alana Fishman, my friend, the editor of Page Six Style, and a renowned scholar in all things Taylor Swift. You can check out our earlier episode that we did. I think it's episode 37. We talked a lot about like fashion and Taylor and just everything Taylor because that's what we love. Um, We're just going to get right into it today because we're coming off the heels of a major moment, uh, the release of Taylor's 10th studio album, Midnights, on that happened on Friday. We're recording this on Monday. Uh, so anything that becomes, like she's she's releasing a video tonight, which we can talk about when we get to that, that song. But um, anyway, I am so excited because I have been so busy that I haven't had as much time as usual to kind of like go deep with one of my Swifty friends about this album, which I love. Um, so anyway, let's get, we'll get right into it. Welcome my friend, Alana Fishman. Hi. Abby, thank you so much for having me back. Yay. I'm so I'm happy. I'm so excited. I wouldn't want to talk about this with anyone else. I know. First. I was like, I hope she's around and can do this. Yeah. We're going to get up as soon as possible. You have exclusive on my thoughts on Midnight. <gasps> oh my God. I can't wait. Okay. So, so obviously this album comes out at midnight. Yeah. On the 21st. I mean, I'm always like, yeah, it's th- still Thursday night because you haven't gone to sleep. It, yeah, I know. It was very, Friday. It was confusing to the point where my husband thought it came out Friday night. And yeah. so he didn't even like ask about it the next day. And I was like, oh. that's a little weird. He wasn't like, what What did you think of the new Taylor? And then that night we were going to a friend's party and he was like, well, we have to be by- home by midnight, right? As if we would ever not be home by yeah. midnight from something. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, the Taylor album. I was like, oh, it's been out for almost 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, midnight is, yes. What day yes. is it? Yeah, it's like that's one of the weird things, which it's like a, a lot of albums that happens with a lot of albums. Like, I mean, Harry's last album, a lot of albums come out at midnight on, mm-hmm. on the day. But obviously this one thematically is a concept album about midnights and various midnights in her life. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very – well, tell me your first thought. Like, okay, so you did you, you stayed up. You so listened. I stayed up. I am not – a night owl. Um, but I'm also not an early bird. I like to call myself like, what was the name I came up for? An afternoon alpaca is how I describe myself. I operate best like lunchtime, like 11, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. is my sweet spot. Okay. Um, I don't usually stay up till midnight um, unless I'm really going through it, which I guess is what Taylor was when she wrote these songs. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I did stay up. So... I stayed up and then what I'll typically do for Taylor Swift album releases is I'll listen to the album in its entirety a couple times through, then go to sleep, then wake up the next day and resume. Yeah. Um, I probably listened to it like three times, two to three times through, um, which I was proud of myself for. I did Good not. Good for you. I only did it. one. I only did one that night because I was like, I got to go to sleep. But it, yeah. Yeah. You got to like wake up fresh to start all over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did notably did not stay up for the chaotic 3 a.m. surprise. Um, I don't think I've ever made it to 3 a.m. before without zonking out. So um, I did wake up, you know, I had formulated some of my thoughts on the core 13 songs, then woke up to seven new ones. And I was like, oh, no, uh, like, not oh, no. I was very excited. But yes, I was yes. Like, I have to listen to these and see where they fit in with the rest of the 13. It was a lot all at once. Chaotic was right. Yeah, she correct. can sometimes be a little hyperbolic. Um, yeah. And that's one of the things I love about her because I'm the same way. 
But she, when she said chaotic, she meant it. <laughs> she did. I was like, oh, maybe she's going to announce the tour dates. Like, right. Like not like not it was chaotic go, enough. <laughs> not like I, not like they were going to go on sale. But then I was like, oh wait, fuck it. Is she going to try to do some kind of weird pre-sale? Yeah. Like it can't be all the same. And then I was like, well, that would be chaotic. And I'm like. What is she? Because you never know. Because again, it might be something where she is being like very hyperbolic or she drops seven, a full like EP basically like on top of another album. Well, she had also, and she'd come out with that teaser trailer for the videos. And I remember after that, that was at like 10 something. And I remember seeing all this talk on Twitter about how it was going to be a visual album a la Beyonce's Lemonade. And I haven't seen her confirm that yet. It's clear there's more videos coming. There's one coming tonight. Um, But part of me was like, oh, my God, at 3 a.m., is she dropping 13 videos? I mean, because she would. too much. (laughs) Yeah, she She would. would do that, though. She's so chaotic. She loves the chaos. I mean, she... It, it this album is very self-referential, so which we'll dig into. Yep. But she like she knows she acknowledges this. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I and, am and so be- excited for the videos, though. Oh. oh, I'm so excited because we got we got one, and we'll mm-hmm. um and and we have another coming that I am assuming is going to have the Heim sisters in it. Oh, um, that's your guess. Well, because, you know, she did that list in the teaser trailer. Yes. It had, like, a bunch of names and, like, all the Himes who are her, like, besties. And then, because this is the uh, the the video for Bejeweled. Right. And she and said it's in Cinderella her, theme. And Cinderella. And she mentioned the stepsisters in her oh, Instagram caption. This makes a lot so of sense. So I'm like, I'm like, how is it not the hot three Himes? This, yes. This makes a lot of sense. Right? It has um, to be. It, I also kind of liked how when I was watching the teaser, I was like, oh, of course, my mind was so literal. I was like, bejeweled. It's the one where she's wearing that like incredible, elaborate crystal chandelier yeah. confection. And it looks like from the teaser she posted from that video, that might be the vigilante shit video, um, which I really hope is the Dita Von Teese one because that would be super cool. I love Dita Von Teese. I love Dita Von Teese too. That would be so amazing. So, okay. So what were your initial thoughts as you like took it in? Okay. So my initial thoughts were, and I start, I always listen in order. Same, Um, same, same. Yes. Got to go in the order that like as the artist created it. Yeah. Like (laughs) as the artist intended it, it is produced as an album. Like, right. Yeah. Um, no, I really liked it from the first listen. I, I like Lavender Haze. Um, I love Maroon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Antihero might be my favorite Taylor Swift lead single. She, I, she I crushed it. it. Yeah. It's my favorite song on the album. Yeah. Um, I, you know, historically, I think I'm allowed to say this. She has picked lead singles that the fandom doesn't love. I think she... Has kind of, and I don't know if she did that to kind of like throw people off the scent. Sometimes she releases a lead single that is kind of a red herring. It makes you think the album is going to sound a certain way, be about a certain thing, and then it's not at all. Yeah. Um, But this, like, she (gasps) nailed it. I mean, because like sonically, thematically, it's like Mm -hmm. pop, you know, like this. I mean, when you saw that Jack was doing this whole album with her, which she teased like a while or we didn't know if it was the whole album at first but like we knew jack was very involved from that little behind the scenes that she did like a while ago so you're like okay it's jack 
Antonoff. Uh, I, like we all speak in our lingo. I'm like, Jack yeah. Antonoff. Um, oh, so Jack. Yeah. You're like, it's going to be pop, right? Like, I was right, in a, which I, I was super, I was super excited about because 1989 is your favorite Taylor album. Yeah. I was so stoked for the return to pop. I'll be completely honest. I was a little bit surprised to not see Aaron Dessner on there because just because Folklore and Evermore were so critically acclaimed that I was surprised. But then he popped um, up at 3 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Turns out he is on the album. But I remember being like, oh, that's interesting. That's surprising. It, I mean, it goes along with her habit of going in a different direction for every album. She right. never does the same thing twice. Right. Unless you count Folklore and Evermore, but those are sister albums. Yeah. Um, I was super excited to see that she was working with Jack. Love 1989. He's also behind my second favorite album of all time, which is Melodrama, Lord. Right. Yeah. Um, which I'll get to some of like the sonic similarities between yeah. Melodrama and Midnight's because I have thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I love the sound of the album and Antihero. Yes, to go back to yeah. The let's lead let's let's just dig into Antihero because let's dig into like, it. We'll just go with the flow and we'll pull songs. Yeah. and we'll do whatever. Like we, you know, this show is I play it fast and loose. But obviously, it's the it, it's the lead it's the lead single. It's mm-hmm. the video that we have so far. It's the it, it's already a memed. It's memed itself yes. all over the place because and and I think for. It really hits the fandom in a really great way, too, I think. Like, separate from it's just a banger. Like, it's a great fucking song. My sister and I were just texting because I was like, I'm about to record about Taylor. Like, she was just like, I just have it on, like, a fucking loop. And I was like, I know. I I listened to it, like, three times in the car. She's ever – I mean, she said – I remember she was like – this is one of my favorite songs I've ever written, and I can see why. I I think it is one of her best songs. (laughs) Like, not just on the album, but, like, overall – yeah. Um, it's like, you know, it's so personal. It's, yeah. you know, I, like, okay. So I was not the hugest fan. I know there are a lot of Swifties who really love it. I wasn't the hugest fan of the Archer, um, from lover. Yeah. I thought, you know, it was nice. It's not a skip. I'll listen to it. I yeah. think this accomplishes what that set out to do so much better. And that's also a theme with this album that if we go track by track, I can tell you, I think she improves on a lot of ideas that she's tried before. I totally agree. That's why I I think, and like, maybe we should, maybe we should just go track by track. Let's go track by track. Let's go track by track. Cause like we, there's so much to say, but I do think like overall it's like, it's such an introspective album. Right. And she kind of said that. And then. And when we get to Antihero, we'll get even more into it. But like, she's like, you know, she's like, I'm going into my insecurities in a way that I never have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very true when you listen mm-hmm. to it. It's like, it's like lyrically, it ha- and it has all these hints of everything she's ever done. And there, right. I've seen like some, there were some critics, I was starting to read some stuff and like, someone called it a little repetitive. And I'm like, it's not repetitive to me. It's like, a it's looking back in a way that you do on your life and on moments in your life. Mm-hmm. And some of that is a sound, obviously when you're a singer songwriter and it, it, cause it has 1989 in it. It has red in it. It has folklore and evermore in yeah. it and not just the 3am tracks. Like it, it has all of that and all the things I love, like woven in with this like right. layered And it's emotions. funny cause like, Red, you know, she always says that the reason she probably didn't win a Grammy for Red was because it was sonically incohesive. Um, But which, you know, you could say 
in some ways, Midnight's is too, but when you read the the prompt, her mission statement about how it's Midnight scattered from throughout her life, like you said, it makes total sense that it would be kind of like a collage. Um, okay, so should we just, let's just go track by track. Yeah, that sounds great. So, okay, so we open with Lavender Haze. The Zoe Kravitz collaboration, which you could absolutely, I was like, Lola Wolf lives. <laughs> right? I was like, yes. And it's such, and you're just like, yeah, this song is cool. Like Zoe Kravitz. My like, biggest <laughs> note about Lavender Haze is I feel like it is a better false god. <laughs> and I, I love Do you love false, false god? I, love I know a lot of people god. do. I do love false god, but I understand why people it's not their fave. Like yeah. I love it. It's an outlier um, on Lover for yeah. sure. And it's like a sonic it's, outlier. Yeah, it's sonically it's an outlier, and it, this does feel very connected to it. And like there's like, uh, you know, like there is a haze over yeah. that song over False God. Like that, it's a very similar, like a little bit jazzy, vibey. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like the rest of the album. No, um, and it's an interesting choice of opener but it's really fun i mean it's it's, really fun one of the ones that's growing on me the most Um, yeah but i was like it it like kicked in and i was like okay we're gonna be okay because i don't know about you i get really nervous like what if what if i don't (laughs) what if i don't like it exactly and it doesn't mean it has to be my favorite of it's like hard to put i don't know if i how i would rank it right now i need a little more time with it and like her in her like work uh catalog of work but I, I was like, oh, I'm going to like this. Like, I'm going to like yeah. this. Yeah. I was like, this it's is really, this it's is a, a fun one. It's like a vibe. And it's like, I love, you know, she just digs into like the constant questions about like, are you married? Are you engaged? Like, yep. why aren't, you know, like that. Very aimed shit. at the tabloids. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And like, and like, you know, they only see, they only see you as a one night or a wife. Like, I mm-hmm. love that line. And could not be more true. It's so true and it's and it sets up, you know, the and like not and it and to reference like and to get specific about someone, but it sets up the like the love of Joe that continues and the acceptance that he has mm-hmm. for her in her life and how safe she seems to feel in that now very long relationship. But like right. that thread from lover like kind of comes through and like that like there's like a peacefulness to it that I I don't know I just like enjoy and that like he it's just like this acceptance like she's coming to more self acceptance but that like maybe that relationship has helped her like right. feel very comfortable yeah it is it's a very comfortable song in every way um, it makes you feel comfortable while you're listening to it it paints a picture of her and Joe is super comfortable I I think like in terms of the timeline my guess is that the midnight that song is based on is from earlier in their relationship yeah yeah um when they were kind of like things were first heating up like maybe maybe even a year in which is when people probably started asking or six months when people were like are they gonna get engaged right um 
you know, so. Well, and like in her, in the Midnight Mayhems for this one, she was when she, or, or the, she did like an extra little video. Yes. This was one of the ones she had an extra video yeah. for, right? And she was saying that she got the the concept kind of from what she was watching Mad Men and like this right. Lavender Haze. And she was talking about how it's like when you're in love with someone, but you realize like they're in love with you too. Like yeah. you're on, you're on the same page. You're like in the same space and in the right. same moment. And that is that's the thing that we were talking about, right? That's so relatable. Like we, most people, I hope most people have like been in love and had someone love them back. And like, yeah, when you realize that you're both there and it's not like one side tipped, because right. when it tips one way or the other, that's when, that's like, when disaster strikes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And just like, uh, like, and it I makes just, this feel very of a piece with snow, snow on the beach, which right? it's interesting that she chose to separate the songs, but again, scattered is the word that she used throughout my life. So a little bit random, but, um, in terms of the timeline, if you're laying it out like that, I feel like these two would probably be side by side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she probably wrote them like not, yeah. it feels like not far away from each other. Cause right. she also did say, cause there was some, People were wondering because of the way she set it up as like these sleepless nights over the course of my life that she did say this is like new material that she's written whilst reflecting back perhaps on past moments. Getting in the headspace of herself at a certain time. Right. Like these aren't like meant to be like the vault tracks that were like written for like it's not like if she's referencing – a period of time from when she was 19 she didn't write this song when she was mm-hmm. 19 it's like it's like 30 something taylor looking back yeah. which is what's really interesting and i think really layered about the album is that yeah because we all do that you have that different perspective it's even like when you even if you haven't listened to an album in a long time or you haven't read a book in a long time you're like mm-hmm. how would i react to this book that i read when i was in college that i haven't read and like yeah and you know. it can totally change everything Okay, so we open with Lavender Haze, and then we Mm -hmm. go into another color. There's a lot of color, obviously, happening in this album and in the lyrics, too. Maroon. When the silence came, we were shaking, blind and hazy. How the hell did we lose sight of us again? Sobbing with your head in your hands. Ain't that the way? Yeah, it's in my top five for sure. Yeah. I have my top five. Maroon and um, Midnight Rain are the two that keep flip-flopping in okay. like third and fourth place. But I love both of them very, very yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, my mind, in, like in terms of the song's meaning, immediately went to, oh, this is like Red 2.0. It's oh, a this deeper, is it's, it's a, a deeper, deeper shade more of sophisticated red. <laughs> shade of red. Exactly. Exactly. She's so smart. Her ah, mind. Her, her mind. mind. Her mind. Which we'll get to later in a song that <laughs> makes me cry every time I listen. Oh, I my second favorite on the album. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sop. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Sop. I've just got to chill just thinking about it. I know. I have yet to get through Mastermind without uh, getting goosebumps for sure. Literally. Like, yeah. Um, no. So uh, Maroon is... is so good um i love the chorus in particular um, uh the the burgundy on my t-shirt yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you splashed your wine into me I know. and how the blood rushed into my cheeks goes yeah. scarlet it was the mark Marine. they saw on my collarbone i mean i know the rust that grew between telephones is such a good line oh it's one of my favorites i of course had to because you know my brain is wired in like basically taylor and harry like 
two yeah. different paths that look and I was like I don't know this has I could I could draw some conclusions here from that period of time there was a thought of a, a mark back then oh, really yes I kept wondering about that I was like is that literal is that a and metaphor? it could I mean that's what you never know with her yeah, right? you never know with her and I think a lot is a metaphor like yeah. Oh, it, the and all it, too well scarf, which isn't so. But also, a like a metaphor. It's a metaphor for larger things, and she could have also left her scarf there. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But it's like, um, and I always the line that gets me in maroon is um, dancing with no sh- the one I was dancing with no shoes in New York. Like I'm just like oh. I know. Although I will say, the first time I heard it, I was like, new no shoes in New York. Oh, you know. But do you know? Do you know? There's there's a barefoot there. She and Harry, she has her shoes off with like an at an after party. What mm-hmm. in New York? I have not somehow that is a photo of Taylor. I have not seen. <laughs> it's, the, it's when they did the dirty dancing lift oh, that that yeah. night. Mm-hmm. That's I'm really sick. interesting. I'm well, there sick. is there is some Harry on red. Right, he, he starts. He starts. Yeah. To, he starts to percolate. He, he peeks in. He, he peeks, peeks in. in. Yes, because my mind immediately went to Jake since um, yeah, you know, but it, it also in. could be Jake, and New York is very Jake, right? Right, like, it's like and it the could New be York an amalgam of both. And you know? I, I think it, and that's the thing. I think it always is. That's why it's like not literal. And then like the line about the, um, ain't that the way shit always ends? Um, you were standing hollow eyed in the hallway, and then yeah. Harry has this song called "Meet Me in the Hallway" on his first album. Like I'm sick, and I don't think everything <laughs> has to be like this because that's not the point. But like, I do have like those moments. But like, right. really, this song is just like it's again. It captures that kind of moment, even if you haven't had this literal experience where it's like, how do we end up on the floor? And it's like we yeah. got drunk on some cheap wine, and like you <laughs> spilled on me. Screw top rose. <laughs> really fun line also that's a really good line and it's and it's very specific because you're like yes that yeah. I've done uh-huh. I've done who, a version among of us that has not been there yeah in New York like it, and I have definitely in my youth I def took my shoes off and walked down the sidewalk in New York it's disgusting but I <laughs> definitely did it I think I have yet to do that yeah it's gross 18 years but I, am, I, I know many have it's disgusting um, but yeah, the rust that grew between telephone. It's like, so that's so good. Just like for growing apart from someone, that's the best visual yeah. metaphor. Um, yeah, and like it, it makes me think of a time almost when like phones were different too. Like yeah, I'm like right. you might have oh, been on a landline, exactly. like yeah, like, exactly. and even and even just calling someone. Yeah, like just yeah. literally calling someone. I mean, not like, but it's kind of not the same anymore like right you so can't really say people the like, rust that grew between text messages between text bubbles <laughs> right because you're just like no one wants to pick up a phone Cobwebs anymore. between uh, text bubbles exactly um, <laughs> right yeah and i love i love the production on this one too that's yeah. like a huge piece of what makes me fall in love with one of her songs um, yeah and i just yeah i love it the, i i said like it, the mood I was like, Jack produced the fuck out of this album. Yeah, I love really it. Mm-hmm. I'm so into it. And I know yeah. some people and listen, there's some people who just like aren't Jack Antonoff people and like his sound. Right. I, I am not one of those people. And I do think it's interesting too. like there are people who came in only on Folklore and Evermore and like. Which is crazy to think about, but <laughs> very true. But it, it yeah. like happened and you're yeah. like, 
And this feels like a real swerve when actually it's kind of a return to a sound she's explored for many years. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's not a swerve lyrically though, you guys. Like, I mean, oh, absolutely not. I mean, it's, it's more diaristic, right? Like to your point, Mm -hmm. like it's back to like a little bit more self reflection, whereas that was like narrative storytelling, but she's still, she's still telling stories and the, the lyrics are still like, I don't know. They feel very connected to me. They don't feel disconnected to me. It's, I mean, she's dipping into sound she's explored before, but with better songwriting. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, In a lot of cases, not in every case, but in many, I mean, this is a really good example. Yeah. is a perfect example. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, let's go, let's go to anti-hero. Our fave. Our fave. Um, and so what she she said in like, I think it was like an Apple Music interview or whatever. I was like doing, I'm catching up on all my content. Right, I know. I, I haven't to, read any reviews actually. So I just That's, started like reading some yeah. stuff. So, and she said, this song really is a guided tour throughout all the things I tend to hate about myself. Oh, this was what she said in that video, actually. This wasn't mm-hmm. the interview. Um, all the things I hate about myself. I really don't think I've delved this far into my insecurities in this detail before. That's what she mm-hmm. said. She did a little extra video for this one too, when she announced right. um, in her midnight's mayhem. Mayhem. And it is, I mean, it's a, it's about the perception of her and the. Yeah. And her, her, what did she say? Her life getting unmanageably large. Um, yeah. And ha- which, is, she, is she like a person anymore? Like, right. is she like a human? And yeah, I can't, I can't imagine what that feels like, but Definitely not, but I also know what it feels like to look in the mirror and be like, "Oh, I'm the problem here." <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, I feel like that for therapy, every day. You know? Every day, like yeah. I'm like, "Oh, it's like, it's me." Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason that so many people connected to that line. Like, absolutely, it's it's so crazy because that song, it's like a guaranteed like radio and streaming smash and it's also made for tiktok yes <laughs> like you know it, it's the best of every world um you know yeah and i think her best lyrics on the whole album uh, it's amazing i mean just like we open with like i have this thing where I, i'm not gonna try to sing that's i try to do it sometimes <laughs> and with this raspy voice thing, should we like, perform the whole album no i'm kidding i know right it's like i have this thing but um <laughs> i have this thing where i i'll have my editor put in some actual clips of the song so every it can like people who haven't really listened but like i have this thing where i get older but just never wiser midnights become my afternoons when my depression works the graveyard shift all the people i've ghosted stand there in the room and then this is my maybe my favorite line i should not be left to my own devices they come with prices and vices i end up in crisis my favorite lyrics on the whole album i know i think that's my favorite line on the like on the whole out like it's it definitely is it's mm-hmm. so good. It's the stuff you start thinking about when you don't have other things to occupy your brain. You know, you're and not you diving sleep into at work. Night. You're yeah. not, exactly. You're not, you know, out with friends. You are left to your and own thoughts and it's really dangerous. It's dangerous. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that person didn't text me back. Or they mm-hmm. like used a period at the end of the sentence. Like, yep. do they hate me? Like, it's all of that is like in this song. And then. Even you can tell yourself whether everyone does actually agree. It's like, 
no, I'm the problem. It's me. Everybody agrees. And you're like, yep, everyone, mm-hmm. like that's the spiral everyone you go me. into. Everyone hates me. Like, oh, I don't know how she, and then, I mean, the next verse is amazing too. Now, we, Wait, we have, can we talk about, can we talk about sexy baby? I was literally <laughs> just going to say, we have to talk about sexy baby. So okay. the line, so the line is, and then we, tell me what your th- initial thoughts were. So she okay. says, sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby and I'm a monster on the hill, too big to hang out, slowly lurching, lurching toward your favorite city, pierced through the heart, but never killed. So I saw a lot of immediate, like knee jerk, no reaction. Being Same. Are like, our, our babies sexy? Does she think babies are sexy? Is this like oh my god should we be concerned should we be angry um my mind being i don't know if you know this i'm a 30 rock super fan i've seen every episode probably 20 times i my mind went to Kristen miliotti's character abby in that episode being like i'm a very sexy baby (laughs) yeah exactly um and i have absolutely that was a really bad impression i cannot tell you if that was her reference i would I think there's a 50% chance. I think, there, um, I think she might. a ton of television. She watch, she's very pop culture LinkedIn. She's yes. not a person who's like, I don't own a TV. Like she right. owns a fucking, her cats Lavender are. Lavender Hayes is Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah. They're her like, cats are named after, tele, like her cats yeah. are named Olivia Benson, Meredith Grey, and Benjamin Button. Like she watches things. <laughs> By the way, I think they would get along great with Liz Lemon. Just saying. I mean, <laughs> come on. Do you have a play date? <laughs> Let's um, make it happen. Maybe she'll hear this. Let's manifest yeah, how, it. So that's how obsessed with 30 Rock I am. Yeah. But- well, that's that's what I thought of too. But I also I also knew what she meant. I was like, tell I said to people, I, I thought I was gonna get in fights on the internet like it was like 2011 again, like I which I have stopped trying to get in fights on the internet with people. But I would <laughs> I wanted to defend it. Like, oh, yeah, I think it's great. I have no issues with it. I mean, my mind went to 30 Rock, but I think it's also possible that she's talking about like I don't know, like all these like really like like girls on Instagram and TikTok are really young, but like wear a ton of makeup and contour and look super sexy, even though they're like in high school still. Yeah, Um, I think like like, tell me she's wrong. They're the popular cool kids, basically, and she's the outsized, you know media presence who nobody wants to get she wears short skirts i wear t-shirts you know like it's 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 who's how she's always felt like on the outside like the try hard right like um all i do is try 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 and i was like also in if you all of like you and i were anyone who's on the internet you're like i knew exactly what she meant by everybody is a sexy baby yeah like i and that's never really been her look her vibe like yeah it's, you know it's not her aesthetic and there is a lot of like infantilization of women is made yeah. to be cool and it's made to be like the thing sometimes and i i right. i got it and i got the 30 rock and i was like yeah i girl. know i i got very excited about that um but people got big mad on the internet that was like I, the hot the hot take for the first two hours i was kind of like are people that dumb do they think she's being literal like no yeah. chance like never would she like no one thinks actual babies are sexy like that yeah. what are you ta- like and taylor Absolutely swift not. of all people who is like deeply aware and, yeah. and, and in an album that is all about investigating like 
herself and her mm-hmm. image to the world. Like she's like, yeah, you guys. That is not what so she's going to put out there. That, that said, I am very much looking forward to her being like on a late night show or a Zane Lowe interview or something and like finally putting an end to it and yes. also telling us whether it was 30 Rock or just like internet parlance because yeah. I'm dying to know. Because we also know she's online. Like yeah, she's, she's an online person. Online. She's <laughs> extremely online. She's like an extremely online millennial. Like with there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm an extremely online, not millennial, but <laughs> um, it it was really a hot button issue, and I yeah. was like, Who I was like, you guys are getting hung up. You're getting hung up on the. Listen to the song. Listen to the yeah. album. Like, don't. I was get not stuck expecting here. it. I wasn't either. I mean, I definitely like pinged it right away. Mm-hmm. Like it was like I didn't I didn't miss that lyric the first time. Like. Right. But well, maybe she'll maybe Jimmy. She's on Fallon tonight, so maybe yeah, we maybe will this have will an be answer. the night she addresses it. I mean, I also really need what a, an uproar it caused. For I know, whatever reason. And, which she also knows, like because she yeah, was, yeah, she was more online than ever when she's releasing something. So for sure. And I would really like a Zane Lowe interview because I love a good Zane Lowe interview. I know, me too. Oh, a good like hour and a half long sit. Yes. Yes. Let's manifest this. Please. Like the one the the folklore one was so good. So good. He always does them with Harry too. They're always and we everyone's like they're they're like my comfort watch because he's very Mm -hmm. he's great and he digs into like the songs, you know, and he Mm -hmm. has a very soothing voice too. Exactly. Very comforting presence. And then one of my other favorite lyrics is comes right after the whole that is did you did you hear my covert narcissism? My disguise is mm-hmm. altruism, much like a con- like some kind of congressman. Like some kind of congressman, so good. Like covert narcissism disguised as altruism is also something that I feel like is deeply relatable. Yes, <laughs> like- and also amongst celebrities in particular, it's everywhere. Um, yeah, and you can never guess which way the scale is tilting from person to person. But yeah. You know, and it's a critique. She's gotten a ton and she knows yeah. it. And she knows it. And she and there's there's more. Oh, the song that makes me cry. She gets into I yeah d- dips into that a little bit more. But yeah. like I will say this song is a car bo- like the first time I listened to it in the car, because right. I drive a car now because I don't live in New York. And I was like, <laughs> and it was like a day, you know, like you're yeah. And it was like weirdly like 75 degrees here the past few days. So like oh, it was nice. like windows down. Yeah. Yeah. It was like windows down and I was like I hope someone walks by and like I'm always like I want like a nod and when someone's like out. and someone's like a fellow Swifty like passes by. It's just and you're right. I think it's the best first single she's ever dropped. It's it's really good. I mean, like I personally have a really soft spot for mine because it's I do the love first mine. Taylor song I've ever I ever heard. I do um, love that song. So that would be but, the only one. But I have ever. I hate. About- but I hate me. So I. I do yeah, not like. I think like, we can all me, agree. Me is like I cannot. I like. I can't. And it's not what the album is either. Like that. To your point. Like it's not. You know. And like we are never ever. I do love. Yes, that is. I do the, love. We are never ever. Ones that's me, one of the top sure. ones. And then obviously, uh, like folklore and Evermore didn't have singles they like had they right they had like lead they had technically lead singles but like when you like, drop the whole album at the same time yeah it's, it's like, like i mean she did for this too yeah um, for but she did drop but... the video only for this one and mm-hmm. i definitely think it's like the radio play for sure like yeah i i do have to wonder if um the fact that she 
didn't release the lead single until the whole album dropped was like part of I mean she had to know people would like Antihero yeah. love it in fact but like I wonder if she saw what happened with um with me for example and how riled up in a bad way people got about it and was just like let me give you the whole album at once that way if you don't like the lead single you're gonna find There's something else you 12 like. other songs it, well exactly. actually 19 other songs but a defense we didn't mechanism know that. well mm-hmm. i i don't i think that might be right because yeah, because i mean i mean that's why i was so nervous when lover came out because right because of me and i yeah. was like oh no what are we doing like what are, what are we doing what are we doing and then I was like oh it's very very good like the rest yeah. of the album is very 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 good like right. I really 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 like it but um, and that was with reputation too that was a lot of people's uh, so my, I myself included I um I was like an early, I was like in on look what you made me do and reputation from the jump um, okay but I it, love it's reputation as a whole I am not a look what you made me do person though I think if I was gonna pick one like. I might have gone with Ready for It if you wanted to yeah. go kind of in that vein because I do like Ready for It more than I like Look What You Ready for It was the song where I was like, I think she released like a teaser of it during a football game. Yeah, she it, keeps doing these football teasers, and I'm like Taylor. Well, your you audience. know, but the the Thursday night football though, that's to satisfy. It's on Amazon now, so that's like to oh, satisfy. It's a corporate partner. It's a, okay, th- like. Got it. Thursday night football this season is now on Amazon. And I think that to my mind, it was like, oh, that's satisfying like Amazon music. Like what right. you need that to do. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. I should have thought of that. Um, but the ready for it is just still used at like football games because it's like. Right. Burr, well, burr. She, I remember she released that and I was like, oh, this is really good. We're going to be okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I, well, I really like ready for it. I love ready for it. I rock out. And it also has one of my favorite lyrics. Um he can be my jailer, Burton to this tailor. Burton to this tailor. I think is one of her cleverest lyrics. It's really um, good. It's really good. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's everyone's loving this song. And I know, mm-hmm. I think, I think, and maybe that's like a little self protection too that she's started to learn. Like maybe I don't need to take the yeah. heat on that. Like maybe I right. need to put up a boundary. But also, it's like, it's marketing, it's all the things I think. Cause mm-hmm. it's like nobody markets better than she does. And it is it is crazy because so rarely is my favorite song on a Taylor album everyone else's favorite. So that's a strange. I know. It feels weird, and then that, that's why it I'm like, weird. "Am I okay?" I'm yeah, like, I know. Because I also loved when I'm contrarian about stuff, like and but <laughs> it's right, and you're like, guys, a- you got to get on board. This is secretly the best song. You know. Well, I mean, that's how all too well happened because it was mm-hmm. all of our favorite song on the album, mm-hmm. and like the fans, and she always says that, but it's like. Yeah, anyone who was in then, you're just like, yeah, how was this not? Of course, this is my favorite song on an album album filled with a million songs that I love. Right. But yeah, Antihero, like, I I, I listen, it's like, I'll do this thing where I will, like, I'll just put it on like five times in a row. Yeah, it is endlessly. I was going to say, so the difference between, I have a real soft spot for mine if we're talking about all of her lead singles together, in terms of like, endlessly re-listenable this definitely tops it um you know it's because it's it's it's, kind of a perfect pop song it's a perfect pop song and it's lyrically like very dense and like Mm -hmm. very very smart and like Mm -hmm. very well written but the sound is incredible yeah like oh and just that just to be like and just i um my same friend that i've been talking about Allie, (laughs) like but um she was like the way she says like 
it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. And the way that evolves through the song, like the way oh, she yes. says the, it and, mm-hmm. and the bridge and like. The bridge is, is really good. And I and really. She, she loves like a spoken word interlude too. And this is sort of turning that on its head. Yes. And she deploys her lower register like a, a mm-hmm. very nicely across this whole right. album and i said that to her too cuz i was like i got home after i was saying i was at the the children's museum doing this haunted house thing and i finally got home and on the day it came out and i'd listened to it obviously a couple times but then i like sat on my terrace cuz it was nice outside poured a glass of wine and just did it front to back again in like a very like relaxed way and I was like, God, her low register just always makes me so happy. Like yeah. when she goes there. Especially because she- starting out that song is higher than I think any other on the album. Yeah. Um, and I, you can hear the difference. And she really, it sort of parallels how you fall into like, you know, despair as you're just caught in that cycle and um, and know, like yeah, yourself you- up about being the way you are, the way you think others perceive you to be. Yeah, and you just get lower and lower, and you're just mm-hmm. like, hi, mm-hmm. yeah, it's me. Yeah, like, I'm the fucking problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. We've all thought it. We've all thought it. I think, I literally think it all the time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure my family does too. Right. <laughs> They're like, we love you, but yeah. Um, okay, then we go to Snow on the Beach. And it's like snow at the beach. Weird but fucking beautiful. Flying in a dream. Stars by the pocket full. Which also was probably one of the hot topics of the internet in the first hours of the yes. release. Because she had told us uh, when during Midnight's Mayhem that this song was featuring Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. finally collaborating she's admired her for the longest time keep saying she's like the best songwriter of our generation um and she definitely is one of them yeah and and then i have to say like the song we needed more lana on it for yeah sure. i agree and i'm not like a lana stan like i like lana del rey i but i would never i'm not like a stan i could not like oh. i have many I, I have many friends who are like who <laughs> I, I like her very, very much, but I couldn't mm-hmm. put myself in like that category. And I right. know people were really disappointed because she doesn't get a verse. And uh, I just thought it was going to be more of like a nothing new Phoebe Bridgers, which is like an amazing collab. Yeah. I thought this might be more along the, those lines. I will say like Lana's voice really lends itself well to the sound and the feel of this song. Yeah. Like I can't really imagine her hopping on any other song on the album no um, and she i feel like she's lyrically all over this thing like yeah yeah absolutely whether she, even though she's, she's not singing the words i think she exactly wrote some of the words exactly like um, um but there are some great lyrics blurring out my periphery like you know a great janet jackson reference a great janet reference which um, janet posted about yeah yeah i rewound t- that the first time i i heard it i was like Sorry, did she just say she made an all for you reference? Yeah, all for you, like Janet, like in a song that sounds like the opposite of all for you, right? Yeah, Yeah. you know what? But that's how her mind works. But yeah, like life is emotionally abusive, like weird but fucking beautiful. Like I mean, that just like Mm -hmm. she sets that scene like really well. 
Yeah. Uh, but I do, I absolutely understand why people were disappointed. I wasn't totally surprised that Lana didn't <laughs> sing that much on this song. But I think because of the Phoebe Bridgers collab, I understand why a lot of people thought that it would be different. Yeah, I just thought we'd get a little more. I I really like the song. It's, you know, not one of my top five on the album, but it's there. Me either. Um, but yeah, and again, not a skip, but not one of not my a skip. Not super a skip. faves. For sure not. Um, I really like the sound of it. I love the uh, – did you pick up on this too? I feel like a lot of folks on social media were making Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind comparisons. Oh, um, that's really smart. I didn't – I missed that. Yeah. On talk. I, yeah. I, and to be clear, I do not think that's where she pulled that from. It's just what it called to mind for me. And apparently, yeah, yeah. But that, but that imagery is really strong, though. Yeah. 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 I love that movie. Um, I love that movie so much. Yeah. And talking about like a movie that's very surreal and bending reality and, um, yeah. It, and it and about a relationship and like mm-hmm. whether, you, yeah. you know, like, yeah, the, erase the parts and like, Right. Yeah. Like I, I had blurry. Remember out. the best parts of it. Exactly. Yeah. Remember the best parts. I had blurry got mm-hmm. my periphery highlighted too. Yeah. It's one of, it's one of the lyrical highlights for sure. It's really, really good. Um, but like, I can't speak afraid to jinx it. I don't even dare to wish it, but your eyes are flying saucers from another planet. And then she goes into that. <laughs> now I'm all for you. Like Janet, can this be a real thing? Can it? Yep. Like that's, it's so good. Okay. Now we're at track five. This is not one of my favorites. Okay. I love it. So this is great. Point counterpoint. Love it. Okay. Um, Talk to me. And that is less about the lyrics and more about the melody, which I don't think are, they they just don't pop for me as much as a lot of the other songs on the album. It's funny because we have a Swifty slack at at work and everyone was kind of like shocked when I said I didn't love this. (laughs) I think it's, you know, it's a perfectly fine song. It's very Swifty and in its lyrics, I think it paints a picture I think it tells a story. Yeah. Um, I like the messaging of it. I think the ending is strong. Yeah. But it's just not one that I'm going to listen to over and over again in the same okay. way that I will other times. I get that. I understand that totally. I yeah. I think like the messaging like almost like pulls it through for me. Like the yes. lyrics like pull mm-hmm. it through for me and it mm-hmm. hit me real hard like emotionally like personally and I I can see that for a lot of people and like but it does build it goes out strong yes like I think I think it builds like because they were like because they're bitches you know like um uh so make the friendship bracelet like that whole like when it turns into like a lesson you know I appreciate that and then um you know it's like again that like kind of self-hatred that mm-hmm. like comes in and just like I hosted parties and starved my body. Thing. Yeah, the I'd eating disorder reference. I... You would think I would love it for that, <laughs> and it did. It did hit me hard. But well, or maybe not. Like that's you know, it hits. Like it hits. Yeah, you know, and like and like thinking I'd be saved by a perfect kiss, and that just mm-hmm. like the first time I heard it, like the first time I was listening to the album, I was like, ooh, like right, <laughs> right in the heart, like right yeah. in the gut. But I wouldn't say it's like it's not. I don't think it's like. 
high, high in the ranks of number fives, I think. Like, I mean, I, it, I'm probably not one to talk. My favorite track five is All You Had to Do Was Stay, which is not, that's probably people. That's, that's a hot take. I know. I love I like it. it. <laughs> but love but it. that feels like an even hotter take than this one, maybe. <laughs> I know. I know. It's in terms of number of times I've listened to it. That's that's my number one. Oh my God. Amazing. I love that. But that's the thing. It's like, cause even when I'm like, Oh, a song's not my favorite. Unless we're talking about me, like me, just, <laughs> I just like put it, I just like, I want an eternal sunshine me right on out of my brain. You know what? Between if you, if I had to choose between me and look what you made me do, I would, I would take oh, me over. Interesting. Although I do love the look what you made me do video, how self-referential it is and all of the, I just yeah. appreciate the um, wardrobe legwork that went into that video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think it's really clever, but just sonically, that's the other thing, you know, like the sound is so much of it for me, the, you know, the yeah. melody, the harmonies and the production and, um, that's where I think this falls a little short for me. Okay. I think that's yeah. a fair point. I but I really, I don't know. I love it when my favorite is not everyone else's favorite and vice yeah, versa. No, I, favorites. Same. I don't want to be like the other girlies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to be know? the, I'm the only one of me. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you never, never find another like, um, ooh, ooh, ooh. like, it's like I can't even believe that happened. I was so upset. <laughs> it was a little bit of a fever dream. Oh, maybe the, that color palette, the, the lover color palette grew on me, but I, I, I thought I was. Oh, I be- really liked it after because, you know, we've talked about this, how like her style influences me yeah. so much. Like as I'm as invested in her style as I am with her sound and reputation for me was the hardest to swallow wardrobe wise just because it was such a swerve and it felt not true to who she was which makes sense because she was leaning into the snake imagery and that sort of like she wasn't feeling like and she was like I don't like who like no one likes who I was um well speaking I mean aesthetically nothing could be more me than whatever's happening with this album it's like so good wait did you also though we should talk about the aesthetic for a second yeah let's do it given how much she was leaning into like a 70s color palette and like and like the wood panel it looks like my home in the 70s yes it was (laughs) super 70s did you think i'm not gonna say it was a red herring but it was interesting that she didn't I, i thought there was a distinct possibility that she would go like Joni Mitchell, Carly Simon, folksy acoustic with this album. Oh yeah, I like I like one hundred percent thought we were going like mm-hmm. the we were going with Stevie and Joni. And yes, Stevie, <laughs> to the canyon. Yeah, for sure. Um, and now, in hindsight, I can see where it fits in, like you know, to an extent. But it, it was just a really interesting choice. Yeah, it wasn't I- as like cut and dry as reputation's look and reputation's sound, which go hand in hand, both feel really out of character for her, but make sense when you consider the album as a whole. And this is more like, okay, like a 70s look with like, you know, modern pop sounds, a little bit of 80s influence. Yeah. It's like synth. So it's like- um... Love a synth. Me too. And I'm like, but that all feels right for me. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I liked- I too come from the seventies, literally. (laughs) Um, And, but that's my whole vibe, like my whole aesthetic, but I'm also like a pop girly. So I'm like, great. 
Let's bring them all together. Yeah, like perfect this is marriage. perfect for me. But also, she looks amazing. Yes. The styling all the, all the looks have been so good. Styling I'm is so good. happy to have new Taylor outfits because oh. in between albums, it gets rough. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because she disappears now. She disappears. Like you, she does, which good for her. Like, I'm glad for yeah, her. Yeah, she in, should. In As her well, life. she should. <laughs> but it's like tough because we don't get anything. So we, we don't get any content. I know. Uh, but yeah, this whole vibe, I'm sartorially like very, very into. And it's like, really good the colors and like I love all the wood and the furniture and the mm-hmm. styling and like the shag carpeting and the, the shag carpeting. yeah it's really it makes fun. me feel I it's so funny because actually when like Harry released the cover of Harry's house mm-hmm. um and we hadn't heard any of that yet and like First of all, he was wearing an outfit that my sister is like, that's how I picture you every day in that outfit. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good album cover. I it's have a to great, say. And, and so there were like, in, there were moments of that, that like, it just like evoked like a little bit my seventies childhood home mm-hmm. too. And I did, like I said that at the time and I'm like, this is like a different part of that, but I'm like, oh, all that wood paneling or like wallpaper and the carpeting and it like makes me feel like the safety of like a little kid. <laughs> like. Yeah. I mean, because I did, I was born in 1975. So, um, like, I don't know. There's just something that always draws me to that. And then that's always been, like, I literally have Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham, like, hanging over my bed. Wow. Like, that's, was as I always say, like, maybe not the chaotic energy you want to bring into your bedroom, but I do. Maybe that's And I feel why... like Taylor would appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't say 80s fashion is my favorite, but being born in the late 80s, like... That is my 80s pop is my favorite. Yeah. You know, and then like when I, yeah, and it's like I grew up listening to like records on a record player from that, like, er, you know, from mm-hmm. like my parents listened to like Fleetwood Mac and, you know, like Joni and the, so getting know, incense always, on it, your vinyl shelf. Yeah. And I was like a deadhead. So I'm like, yes, I was burning in, like, we're always burning like patchouli incense. Yeah. Like, da da da. Like, I don't know. It's, it's all working for me. And I want, Every single thing she's wearing, though some of it would not maybe be the best on my body. I don't think I think you could rock it. I, I I'm very into all of the like polo collars and the stripes oh, and the. Flare. I can totally see you and like that. There, there's like that mustard yellow. Like, oh yeah, the sweat, mustard, short, the short sleeve like sweater, like thin mm-hmm. sweater with like a short, big like on a, knits. Yeah, it's I know corduroys, corduroys. I do love a corduroy for fall. I mean, she really is giving us a lot of fall vibes and mm-hmm. she's very, no one, no one owns fall like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Truly. This is just a different, a different look for fall. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So next we have Midnight Rain. Cause he was sunshine. I was I love the warped voice. I think it's so fun. For a second, I was like, is that Jack? Is that someone else? I know. And I was like, is my, is my, it's something going wrong with my, my streaming? And then it's got to be her voice, though, right? I I think think, it's, yeah. Because I I don't think anyone else is credited singing on it. Yeah. So I think it's just her. No, it's super cool. Um, so like I wanted it, um, you wanted it comfortable. I wanted that pain. I'm like, also, Mm -hmm. it's like the nice, the nice guy, nice person doesn't have to be a guy. Yeah. Like nice per, you know. Like I, there have been people in my life that I have like been romantically linked to that. Like sometimes I was like, "You're 
you're too nice. I can't do this. This is like too right nice for me. And that's what I started thinking yeah. about. And it made me think of like thematically um like champagne problems like yeah it's a little a, bit of that like a little a, bit of back to december season, back to december um, yeah tis the damn season is a good one yeah i feel like in terms of like where this sits this is probably high school yeah um yeah i'm curious who it's about but again like you said like a lot of people it, can relate to this I yeah because i it's didn't like, date in high school but <laughs> me, i barely dated in high school like no i was like no one wanted to date me in high school yeah um, but I like imagined. <laughs> I, right. Yeah. I would listen. Yeah, exactly. You listen to songs and you're like, maybe this is what it's like to be asked out. And is that what having a boyfriend is? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that part, like my boy was a montage, a slow motion love. Po- my boy was a montage. Cause it was a montage of a bunch of people. I either right. I knew who didn't want to date me or I didn't know. And it was like Dylan McKay. <laughs> like it was right. like Luke Perry on that. But like a slow motion love potion jumping off things in the ocean. And I broke his heart because he was nice. And like, but also I think you're right because it's like my town was a waste. It's about like that kind of that small town. Wanting to get out. She wants to make her own name, not be a bride. Um, Which again, not the most relatable in terms of what she was leaving to do or accomplish. But, you know, I'm sure many people have left their hometown and wanted something more, something bigger. I can relate to that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot of people, right? And then, yeah, we don't, we don't have the like, he never thinks of me except when I'm on TV. Mm. I mean, though, we you've appear you appear on things. I've appeared I've, I, on I things. I some videos. <laughs> I've appeared on things. You've appeared I, on things. Yeah, we 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 know our way around a video, a Facebook video. <laughs> um, I'm like I appeared on the first season of American Idol. Um, <laughs> But like this is again like and also midnights do get like mid like obviously this song is midnight rain it definitely references midnights but midnights mm-hmm. do the word midnight pops up throughout songs on this yes album too. this is like, the only one that has it in the title though <laughs> yeah so it's like she has said it's a concept album so like it really and like if anyone's gonna adhere to the assignment that she has given herself mm-hmm. it is going to be Taylor Allison Swift yeah like. You want you, but want I like. Her- I, I really like the line. I never think of him except on midnights like this. Like yeah. that's when, when you're alone, left to your own devices, which comes with prices. You start and you to end up about, in crisis. You, you end yeah. up in crisis. Exactly. You start to like ruminate on decisions you've made, thinking about could you have made better ones. Um, you know, people that fell out of your life. Yeah, and uh, also he wanted a bride. I was making my own name, like. That again doesn't have to be. She did. Fame. <laughs> she sure did. Um, Mission and that accomplished. Doesn't, that, that doesn't have to be fame, right? Like making your own name, right. making your own way in this world. Putting career first. Wanting, putting your yeah, really put, putting yourself first before you know. Yeah. The picture perfect idea of what a family and uh, you know. Yeah, and like that. There's a lot of different ways is. for that to go, right? And like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways to be happy and fulfilled in life, and there's not just one path, right? Um, and then we get to question. Can I ask you a question? Did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room? I heard it and I was like, I think that's the I remember from Out of the Woods, which is oh, it's hard to pick my I always have trouble picking my favorite songs, but it is definitely in my top three songs from 1989. 1989, it's a really great one. Um, I I will say I prefer it to question. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, this isn't one of my favorites. Um, I think it has some great lyrics. Um, 
Now I've started pulling up the lyrics so I can reference them, which yeah, I yeah. have been doing from the start. No, um, no, you're good. You painted all my nights a color I've searched for since. Really good. Which also ties to Out of the Woods. Screaming color. Exactly. At, the world was in black and white. We yep. were in screaming color. And mm-hmm. I'm like, again, of course, so, like for anyone who doesn't care, but like if you want that's that song is a very distinctly Harry Styles song, Out of the right. Woods. He is the one who got in the snowmobile accident and cut his chin open. 20 there stitches are. in a hospital room. Yeah, he cried. Um, but yeah, talking about the wrong choice. Yes. You know, I knew you were trouble. Um, the awkward New Year's Eve kiss that they had. Yes. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, uh, I think for me, the, the issue, the reason this isn't higher on my list is just the lack of like melodic variety yeah it's yeah. sort of like it, you know it's, it's a, you very, could, a lot of people said that about out of the woods are we out of the woods yet are we yeah you know, i mean it's me interesting. That <laughs> yeah it's interesting i didn't i didn't even think about the like repetition yeah yeah because uh, this the song, cyclical the cyclical of nature of that song and this mm-hmm. song yeah i'm sure she and jack thought about it um not that they even have to be referencing the same like source material but like as a song they 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 chose to put that sample in there, right? Like, yeah, it's like yeah. you know, like that's that's really interesting because I don't feel like we've heard her do that before, right? Like sample herself from a. Previous- she has so many songs now. I think she has to. <laughs> yeah, I like I you know when people say like oh this song reminds me of this she's already done this I'm like considering her discography like it would be impossible for her to make songs that are. 100% completely unique. Well, it's you know, impossible like, basically for anyone to. Like I mean, there's only so many chords and there's right. only so many notes, right? <laughs> exactly. Like and it's music has been being made for a very long time. Yes. So like things are going to like reference other things. But I mm-hmm. think it's cool to reference herself so quite literally, which was cool. Um I like this song. I would say it's like mid. It's like okay. mid like Yeah, middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Um but I do like, you know, just like, I might just want to have a conversation. Like, I like the idea of it a yeah. lot. Like, yeah. And there are so many conversations, like, you wish you could have, I wish I could have with, not even just like romantic people, like people who have left, exited your life for whatever reason, and you kind of want to, like, go back and readdress things. Right. Like, thematically, I love that. But it's not like it's like not the best song on the album. Yeah, it's just there are stronger ones. It's fine. Yeah. It's not a skip. Like nothing on the album's a skip. I, th- no um, skips for me. No yeah. skips for me. At, at least all. not at this point. But yeah, yeah, it's just like not, you know. Yeah. And it's not like the best lyrically on the album. Like there are some good moments There's in some it, glimmers. but it's not it's right. not like top to bottom, like mm-hmm. the strongest written song. Okay. Vigilante shit. I don't start shit, but I can tell you how it ends. Don't get sad, get even. So on the weekends, I don't dress for friends. Lately, I've been dressing for revenge. This song has grown on me. It is a grower it's for sure. It's a grower, and now I'm vibing on it's it. It's really good. I Yeah, I've talked to several people who are not into it. I think it is a really cool – it's kind of like a an evolution of Mad Woman and No Body, No Crime. Yes, um, yes. It's, you know, I think it's getting some Billie Eilish comparisons, and I can hear Absol- that for sure. Yes. But I also think it's done really well. Um, and 
I think there's enough, like, you know, that don't get, don't get sad, get even, you know, that's, there's some variety in there. There's some mixing it up um, sonically, but I just think it's, yeah, I think it's a really fun. Oh yeah. It kind of goes like pretty, pretty little liars theme song there in the middle. Um, It's a great revenge song. And listen, Taylor Mm -hmm. does revenge. Like this is like a a tenant, like a key, like, there's nothing thing. she does better than revenge. <laughs> yeah, like it's just not. And I, I don't know. Like, also, like as a Scorpio, I should have been drawn to this like immediately. But like, it's very that energy. But I love when Taylor's, uh, smartly petty and like yeah. going for revenge. Like, I fucking love it. And like, I think it's really, I think it's really fun and dark. And I've seen a lot of people getting hung up on like, oh, is this about Kim Kardashian? Is it about It's definitely Scooter? not about Kim. It's, I mean, if it's is anybody, it about it's Scooter. Scooter Braun's ex. But like, also to me, this just reads so much like, I don't know. I have a very overactive imagination and I'm sure Taylor does too, considering her songs and her lyrics. Yeah. And like, this just reads as like, what if I did this? You know, like imagine. Yeah, like the I don't think she actually like of, gave. You know, I don't think she is yeah, now I'll, friends like, with. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Gave, but I do gave think his white collar crimes to the FBI. Although Scooter did get in trouble with the FBI, he but, did, and I mean he did get divorced last year. But um, yeah. erroneous, <laughs> erroneous, erroneous. Um, I it's just, and I, I think it's like a hyped up, a heightened fantasy of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, I I I initially I heard it the first time. I'm like, that's fucking scooter. It's not Kim and Kanye. Like no, I don't there's see no that way. at all. Like, no. um, but I do think it's just like revenge fantasy to the extreme, like to like an extreme. Being like, I turned you into the motherfucking FBI, right? You I made friends with your ex. I made Doesn't sure she, she look got pretty? everything. I yeah. mean, look pretty driving in your Benz. Like it's yeah. that's good. And it's like this album has a lot of I think like humor to it mm-hmm. like like kind of dark humor to it which yeah. I always appreciate um but like you know I don't dress for villains nor for innocence like oh and okay. also it's like innocence like plural like people who are innocent you know like innocent people but also you can listen to it as like innocence as like what a younger version of Taylor and what she was allowed and not allowed to be publicly and like image and whatever. I don't know. Um, Okay. So Bejeweled is next. The song mm-hmm. sounded like a little bit of a companion to like nothing new, like in this way that like I can still make the whole room shimmer. Like to me, I went there, even though that's about very like the industry career the and industry, just like getting, as getting, getting to a partner, a, a partner. But I don't know. There was something in that like, no, I still I'm still here. Like I mm-hmm. still sparkle. I still shimmer. Like that yeah. is immediate. But I think maybe a that's bit also of tolerate it too. It's like a much yeah. more upbeat tolerate it. Yeah. <laughs> much less sad. This is like maybe the song she sings after, you know, like 
being like, I've done all of this and you only tolerate it. So I'm going out. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, there, it's like boppy and yeah, it's got some swagger. This is another, um, grower for me. It wasn't one that popped for me initially. It's growing for me too. Bejeweled. I mean, like I, I can't really resist that track name. Um, it's super fun, but yeah, it's, I've, I've grown to, to love this one. I'm gro- This one's growing on me too. Like it's fun. It's a fun song. And I think like, I don't know. It's like, I think maybe that's a product of my age too. Like, like, or where I'm at in life, like worrying about like, no, I'm still shiny and new. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, you know, but I think like the lie. Well, and then this too, I feel like you'll, you probably relate to like, I've been too good of a girl, did all the extra credit, got graded on a curve. Yeah. I think it's time to teach some lessons. Teach some lessons. I'm just like, I love you so, so much. Fun. I love her so much. Um, and familiarity breeds, like the way she says familiarity breeds contempt, like the mm-hmm. way, like the the pacing of the song yeah. is really gro- uh, growing on me. I want the yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like yeah, the, the, I don't it's know. got a it's really like, fun flow. Um, yeah. Ugh. And it's, yeah, it's fun. And, you know, I polish up real nice is like a good one Great line, line too. That's going to get used a lot on. Instagram. Uh, I know. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, ooh, my midnight's captions have begun. I need to I know. compile all to- of them. Totally. There's like so I many. Up this one nice. in particular is like full of them. Well, that's what someone was like. We're really, we're really back in the Tumblr era. Yeah, like, yeah. Which is like when we were like at Marie Claire, you know, like Aww. that kind of like, I know. I miss it so much. Maura and I were like, why can't we just be like it's like when Red came out the first time and we could just like everyone would like come over to talk about taylor swift i, was like, I know I and she that. did the yoohoo no yahoo yoohoo she <laughs> did that one wasn't was it yahoo that she did or you i think it was like a youtube reveal for i think Red. it might have been yeah it was definitely some sort but of it was like early streamed. youtube like i yes. mean not like youtube had been around but the way content was being done on youtube yes. was like evolving very yes. much i feel like um well, speaking of like Easter eggs that she laid for us that we didn't realize were Easter eggs mm-hmm. in Labyrinth, the line that she used in the NYU commencement yes. speech. Oh my gosh. So I this, was, I, I pulled out the quote from the speech. It okay. Was, Hard things will happen to us. We will recover. We will learn from it. We will grow more resilient because of it. And as long as we are fortunate enough to be fortunate enough to be breathing, we will breathe in, breathe through, breathe deep and breathe out. Which turns out was a line from the song Labyrinth. It's crazy how I didn't pick up on this at the time um, when in hindsight, it's such a Taylor Swift lyric. It's such a lyric. How did but we that not realize was that? Full of, it was but, full of good one-liners and yeah. things that would fit in a song. So I don't know. Um, I like this song a lot. I love the production. Oh, love. it's um, real. This is one of the strongest productions. Like this song yeah. is, sounds really amazing. Yeah. Like I think really, really I amazing. I love the, the um, beat drop towards the end. I 
think it's just like very evocative and beautiful. It is. And it feels a little bit like that, that, uh oh, I'm falling in love. Like it kind of makes that, like, it has mm-hmm. like a sonic drop off yeah. that, like, is that because she's like, oh no. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, and it's, um, yeah, that, uh, uh, like, it's really, it's really, really good. I, I just also, so this good. is extremely random, but I would like to know that if, I, I, sorry, I would like confirmation of whether. Taylor Swift, like myself, is afraid of elevators for real. Right? I really don't like elevators for claustrophobia reasons. But, I mean, it's a great metaphor in this song. But, yeah, would love to know. Yeah. Like, so the line is, if anyone hasn't listened, it's like, um, I'll be getting over you my whole life. You know how scared I am of elevators. Never trust it. If it rises fast, it can't last. Mm -hmm. Which is, it's a perfect metaphor, but also, like, it feels it's very specific. Yeah. But you never know Who with knows? her. Well, also it's like if she's she she didn't maybe get moved around in that box all the time. So oh my god, the suitcase. <laughs> suitcase gate. Suitcase gate. One of my favorite memes from the anti-hero video is the scene where she's like crashing her own funeral. She peeks out of the coffin and someone was like, She's in the suitcase. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. We didn't even talk about that in the video. Wait, there's a whole comedic interlude. It's really good. I love John Early a lot. Too. So I love I John really, Early so he's much. So funny. I was really and happy to Mike see him Birbiglia in there. and like mm-hmm. so if you haven't watched the video, it's um there's a lie there's a lyric in the song where she's like, I have this dream, my daughter in law kills me for the money. They think I left them in the will and then like they read the will and it's like she's laughing up at us from hell. So there's an interlude in the uh in the video where she is it is her funeral and john early and mike Berbiglia are like her grown sons and there's mm-hmm. kimber the daughter-in-law and yeah they, kimber they, kimberly hmm pointed choice of name <laughs> i know right um, huh. but yeah i love i love also that they're like so they're like bickering over who has exploited their mother's name more um <laughs> yes. and I forget which I think it's John Early's character he's like you're literally wearing her clothes right now and she has on her reputation or sorry her fearless tour look from 2009 it's so good and then it's like they're reading the will and they're like who gets who gets the beach house like the Rhode Island house and they're like she's turning it in it's becoming a sanctuary for cats it's always about the cats always about the cats and then how much did she leave the kids and of course it's 13 cents it was really yes. funny though. It's funny. Yeah. And then and then Taylor is like like you said peeking out of the coffin and that is funny. It's the it's, Yeah. They're like, "Oh, there she is." <laughs> so good. Oh, so good. What a okay. fun day on the internet that was. Oh god. So good. Sometimes the internet is great and sometimes it's the fire of hell. Freaking worst. Yeah. Um okay, now we get to karma. One of my favorites. Yeah, I love it. It's I I was nervous about it because I same extremely nervous. I was like, isn't it time we've moved on? She should not keep beating a dead horse. Um, I this was the biggest surprise for me of the whole album. I was extremely nervous for it. I was like, oh, I also think it's kind of that thing where like 
you know how the fans were like, there's a lost album called Karma. I'm a Karma know? truther. I'm a Karma truther. Okay. I, I am not. <laughs> I think there's a distinct possibility that she saw that people were very into this and wrote a song called Karma as a nod to it. Um, no, but, I mean, she, she did write, I mean, she's referenced Karma in lyrics before, obviously. It's not a yeah, concept. Yeah. And then All she wrote it on, and then like the the wall in the man video and all yes. of that. I am a Karma truther, but I do understand. I was also like a Woodvale truther. So like, I always think there's a secret <laughs> album somewhere. Right. And I'm the one who's like, let's just take what we get from her I'm like, and be happy. Bleachella yeah. was going Bleach- somewhere. <laughs> oh my God. No, I, so when I saw this track, um, during the mayhem reveal, I was like, "Oh no, uh, this is going to be my least favorite." I think it. First of all, it's one of my top five on the album, but I also think it. Um, like she's she's written other songs of this ilk, right? Like this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, obviously, look what you made me do. I don't know if it's distance from the situation or what, but this. Like she finally did it right. <laughs> she did. Okay, wait. This is the quote that I pulled from an art. I haven't listened to this whole interview, but okay. this is the one that I was from some sort of interview, maybe an Apple Music interview. She was talking about this song, and she said it's written. It's written from a perspective of feeling like really happy, really proud of the way your life is, feeling like this must be a reward for doing stuff right. And it's a song that I really love because I think we all need some of those moments. We can't just be beating ourselves up all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you nailed it. Like it's like coming from a different perspective. Yeah. Then just also- like being steeped in the anger of it all. It's like, she's pulled back. Yes. She's pulled back. It sounds breezier. Like, I think that's the thing is, some of the reputation tracks she like tries to do this but i think she doesn't have enough distance yet to fully she was still so she hurt she exactly. was so like damaged in it you right. know she actually sounds like she's moved on on this yeah but more than that it's just a better song it's, it's a better song yeah like it it's a really way. good song yeah like, it's yeah. lyrically better it's sonically better mm-hmm. like weave your little web of opacity is such mm-hmm. a good lyric yeah and I'm just, this is another one where like people are parsing it you know being like oh who's it about it pertains to anybody that she's any. had a grudge against or like, i mean it could, it could be like her, about the know? dumbest thing ever yeah. not the yeah, stuff yeah. we even know about like right. the dumb shit that like some kid did in yeah you know sixth grade right like, exactly um and the big stuff we know like it's and it's fun like you're right there's a lightness to it it's just like karma's my boyfriend like karma's Mm -hmm. got like and also the way she talks about it she's like we're on a vibe like I'm on a good vibe with karma it's a relaxing vibe for me now like it's you know it doesn't feel like steeped in in hurt and anger anymore and not like I love hurt and anger songs too like listen I love the pain (laughs) but it just comes from um, a different place yeah yeah she's just like like karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Like it's breezy. It's so like there's good. a literal yeah. breeze. Like yeah. And obviously, I love karma as a cat purring in my lap because it loves me. I knew that you would love that. Yeah. Line. So I, I am was not like, a cat I giggled. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you. You're on my short list of people whose cats I'm like allowed. <laughs> it's like you, Taylor Swift, like yeah. Harry Styles' mom, my friend Carolyn, like my friend Bonnie. Like there's like I'm like okay, all of you guys can like your cats are okay. I'm yeah. never going to have a cat and I'm not a cat That's person, but totally fair. I'll have a, an exceptions list, yes, you know, exactly. for like 
But I was like, oh my God, Alana must love this line so much. Oh, yeah. It's also the a best. great line. I mean, it's a great, and it's like, you know what that means. Yeah. Like, I said, you know, and also like she gets in her little digs, like karma's the guy on the screen coming straight home to mm-hmm. me. Like, good. Like, get a little petty. Absolutely. Your boyfriend is hot. Like, he's right. hot. And this, he is on d- this is, yeah, yes. This is like her in petty bratty mode but it works and it's fun and it's well and it's it's and... petty bratty, bratty mode as like a uh 30 something right, right? Exactly. it's different it's mm-hmm. like you grow into it in a different way it's like i'm not not a brat i'm just a very different kind of brat than i was when i was 20 like right. um growth you are yeah that's the the insecure yeah. kid, like, <laughs> Natasha Rothwell. <laughs> Natasha yeah. Rothwell. Yeah, I love her. A very highly used GIF in my phone. It's okay. Um, okay, now we will get to the song. Like, I will probably start crying just talking about it. Don't cry. <laughs> no, I love it so much. But like, sweet nothing. They said the end is coming. Everyone's up to something. I found myself around and onto your sweet nothing. Outside they push and shove it. You're in the kitchen humming All that you ever wanted from me was sweet nothing The return of William Bowery. I also love how, I mean, with such a wink she did this, but like, we all know who it is. You could just use his name. But, I know, like you, you know. told us who it is. Like, I love it. You know, yeah. we all, cause so for anyone listening who does it, Joe Alwyn is Taylor's boyfriend of like six years. He... There was a songwriter, a, a co-credit on a, a number of songs on Folklore, and it was William Bowery, which became very clear very quickly is a, was a pseudonym for someone because William Bowery could not be found as a songwriter like anywhere <laughs> on as the a internet, man, yeah. as a person like anywhere on the internet. So there was a lot of speculation, like, was it Joe? And then in the Long Pond Sessions, she's like, it's Joe. So he like co-wrote Betty and Exile and... Mm-hmm obviously has a bit of a talent for songwriting too. I also love how, I mean, in my grand tradition of never getting the clues right, uh, (laughs) which is why I don't go out of my way to try to figure out these theories. um, I definitely didn't think it was Joe, despite the fact that literally everyone else on the internet did. But I know because I was like, it's not going to be Joe. No, but, like, I thought it was. I thought it was friggin' Paul McCartney. So you know, oh, amazing. <laughs> I did. I, I thought it was going to be like Carly Simon or Paul McCartney or like one of like the older yeah. greats that she didn't want to put their name out there because everyone would focus on that element of the yeah. album and not on the body of work as a whole. Like the but, whole thing. You know, this is the. This would. This was an equally good reason to not share the name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, kind of the same point, right? Like, it also not, would have like, taken over the narrative. Yeah, yeah, and so, um, so they wrote that he's credited on this song as William Bowery again, um, and it's a like romantic lullaby of a tune that is it's very very, very su- sweet to me. It's very sweet as a fan of pop Taylor, up tempo Taylor. It, I'm not going to say it's one of my favorites on the album. However, it you know how I was saying, like, I feel like some of these songs build off of previous songs that sound kind of similar, but they're better. This yeah. is that for It's Nice to Have a Friend for me. So I like, this is probably, this is probably my second favorite song on the album. And, and, and really? like, depending on my mood, like, I mean, Antihero, I, I'd be hard pressed to put anything about the Antihero right now. Interesting. This is probably the song that I've listened to the most aside from Antihero. And it wow. is... I have like a very soft center as well. Like I am like a diehard romantic and there's something, I don't know. It like, it hits my heart so hard and I love the sound of it. And it kind of like 
twinkles the along. skipping twinkling the skipping, of the it's piano, like a twinkling yes. and um I saw this um TikTok that was like and I forget this TikTok was even referencing someone else so whoever the original person was I apologize but it was like they were like, oh, I think this, someone said, this is Joe's response to peace. Oh, I saw that too, which is really adorable. So peace is, peace is one of my favorite songs on either of those two albums. And I listen to it all the time and I connect to it very deeply And that like, would it be enough if I could never give you peace? And again, like she's talking about a lot. And I think that song is like less, is more diaristic than a lot of the other stuff on Folklore and Evermore. Mm-hmm. It feels very personal to her. And like the rain is always going to come when you're standing with me. And like, she's talking about the largeness, right. Of her life. And like, I think, I think she is. And like how much comes at you if you are near her, like mm-hmm. in any way in her sphere, like, um, and I feel that way about being like kind of a lot of a person and like, right. it, you know, like I think like being. Do you like, like Liability by Lord also? Yes, very oh, much. So like good. that it hits all those spots. Yeah. And like if this is his response, like, you know, when just like the like I like when it's like I find myself running home to your sweet nothings like um, like outside everyone's pushing shoving you're in the kitchen humming like guts me in like this very beautiful way and then like on the way home I wrote a poem like you said what what a mind that happens happens all the time time. it's and it's just like it's like I think it's also like maybe it's being single like maybe it's like like that thing where you're just like oh this person just likes me and they like the way I think and he's and it's like you know what you've wanted from me is nothing like you you don't want anything from me except like me like to just be me and mm-hmm. it I I can't it like kills me in like the best possible way like, I'm so fascinated no I mean I like the song I think it's really sweet I my favorite line is um I'm just too soft for all of it well that's as, I I start as a Pisces I'm like yes girl because I think too. that that relate I relate to that so much because I think as a like a Scorpio, like it's very hard on the outside, but very mm-hmm. like a lot of times very gooey in the middle. Yeah. And I I also it makes me sad for her. It makes me cry for her too. Yeah. Like when everyone's like, you should do more, you should do more, you should do more. Like, and I'm I'm assuming it's about like sometimes like what was coming at her politically and like right. all these different things and you should do more for other artists or whatever it is. Yeah. That's a like, good reading. That's a good re- collaborate act- with these people. Um, yeah. Like why just are you even doing- do more videos for your songs? Right. Like, and yeah. she's just like, I'm actually so soft inside that I can't yeah. take all of this. Yeah. Like this is too much for me, but I can talk to you about it. Like I can admit to you that like, right. this is like, I'm too soft for all of this. And it's, I just think it's so beautiful. And I feel like it's going to be the one that like I love that like it's like it'll be like a real it's like a litmus test of like not like not liking it. Mean, it doesn't. But it's just like who are the people who got real drawn to this song? Like that's so cute. And it's I like I literally am in the car and I will just start. I'm like it comes on and I just start crying. But like in a wow. way that I like crying like that. Like I like cathartic crying like that. Yeah, like I, no, I, I absolutely I, I, do too. And it's funny because Mastermind is the track that gets me closest to that. Okay, um, interesting. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so let's talk about Mastermind, yeah. which closes I like the it. proper album. What if I told you none of it was accidental and the first night that you saw me, nothing was gonna stop me. I laid the groundwork and then, just like clockwork, the dominoes cascaded in a line. What if I told you I'm a mastermind? I love the production. Again, twinkly production. Um, yeah. Bouncing back to melodrama for a second, I got supercut vibes from this. Yes. Um, which is one of my favorites on melodrama. Um, I think it's so sweet. And it's talking about, obviously, the image that fans have of Taylor of being this, like, Machia- Machiavellian, cryptic clue dropper. Um, but, you know, and she's referenced this before, how she's sort of, like, forced the hand of fate to end up with Joe um, and how maybe it wasn't all left to chance, but it's, it's a nice like B side, if you will, to invisible string, which is, you know, fate brought us together. Isn't it so pretty? Um, All along we were just destined to be. And she's like, LOL. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. With a little bit of help from me. um, Yeah. I spun the thread. But, yeah, and uh, she, yeah, like, you know, she's cryptic and Machiavellian because she cares. Mm-hmm. That's like, all, you know, and it's like, I get that. I understand yeah. that. I, um, I, I love this song because it's, it really, it's like digging into herself, her image, like you said, like mm-hmm. what she probably like loves, like, cause sometimes showing the, the love, effort, which yeah, is like something show- that is considered uncool, but. Right, kind of great. And like, yeah, yeah, and like she said, you know, like she said in uh, that NYU speech too, like get comfortable with the cringe and like, yeah. And I think as you get older, you do get more comfortable with that. You're like, okay, yeah, I do try hard. Like, is that so fucking terrible? Is that the yeah. worst thing in the world that right. I try that I want yeah. to, you know, like that's okay. Right. And like also like to put you know put in the work and show it and not you yeah. know play it off like everything's effortless and easy and you just come by it naturally. Yes. Um I love when in the third act she twists things like it's a very love story. And I love how she does that here. She's like, I did all the you know, I laid the groundwork, just like clockwork, the do- dominoes cascaded in a line. Um, you know, w- what if I let you know that this was what I had done um and then she does in the end and he's just smiling because sweet he knew the whole time (laughs) yeah he he knew the whole time and he like didn't care and he was like Mm -hmm. no I'm down with it it's I always um yeah I think it's really sweet too because it it also kind of reminded me of my parent like a little bit of that part of my parents because I remember when I was younger my mom had like a really big personality too. And my dad is way more yeah. chill. I mean, he has a lot of personality, like not, but they were like a little yin and yang and how they approach like, you know, like a lot of people. Yeah. And I would always be like, how do you deal? Like when I was like 19, you know, and like I, my mom and I are very like, we're very alike. And um, so we butted heads all the time. And I think a younger version of me was like, and then you get to that age where you can kind of talk to your parents about like more grown up things and whatever and I was like how do you like deal with that you know I was probably in a fight with my mom or something and he was like Abby I've known exactly who your mom was like from the minute I met her like this isn't like this isn't like news to me like I chose this person you know like and it's like a you don't see everything right Mm -hmm. you're our kid um but also like that's part of why it 
it's works. part of the package deal and that's yeah. what makes somebody so special and yeah you fall in like, love with them yeah and it's like he's like yeah I know that's what you do like Joe's like yeah okay and like and like finding that for someone is any person finding that yeah. in a partner is like great and like she's just I don't know she's like owning who she is in this song like and yeah. I love that for her absolutely like, it's she's, like, you know, and she's been accused of being like calculating for the longest time, which yeah. by the way, that's just a step beyond being like you put in effort and you make things happen for yourself. And like you, you had it. a plan. Oh, yeah, no. you had a pl- you- exactly. You plan. Um, and well, what does yeah, she say? A failure to plan is a plan to fail. Is that right. the line? Like, yeah. Yeah. Know, like, which true. Very true. Um, again, is she wrong? No, no, no lies. No <laughs> lies detected. Um, but yeah, so this is also poking a little fun at that, um, you know, which at this point in her career she can do. Yeah. You know, she's, she, I think she's said before that that's like one of her least favorite criticisms that she gets. And now she wrote a whole song about it, which I love. I love it. And it is, it's like, it's like, it's like a mission statement. It's like mm-hmm. a thesis on like herself. And yeah. it's also just like a banger too. Like, it is, right. I just, that's the thing. And ultimately like for me, you know, the lyrics, it has to be a whole package, you yeah. know, like we were talking about when you fall in yeah. love with someone, the the sound has to be there, the lyrics have to be there. And this is an example of one where it all works really, really well for me. Um, it's so good. And it's a great closer. Like, I feel like it's like, it brings it all together. Obviously it wasn't like, like the closer of the, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a perfectly fitting uh, yeah. closing song. And I also just love like the misdirection of how it opens. And it's like, once upon a time, the planets, the fates, the stars aligned. And, and then she's like, you think <laughs> it's going in one, right. You think it's going in one direction, like on this faded night we met. And then she's immediately like, and no, I masterminded that whole it's thing. Like the whole thing. I used to try to do that. Probably not as successfully as Taylor Swift. But like, I would like, when I was younger, like college and like, uh, when I was the parts of my twenties that I was single, um, I'd be like that one over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have like a whole mission the whole night to like, it's like how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like, well, I get it. Um, okay. We've been on for so long. I should let you have some of your night, but should we like hit quickly the 3am track? Yeah. Let's bit? just do it. Yeah. We'll do a lightning round. I yeah. Yeah. This. Okay. So we, cause I have so- a clear favorite. And you probably do too. Yeah. Um, okay. So just anyone who's listening, she had told us that there was going to be a 3 a.m. chaotic, literally said chaotic surprise. Chaotic and is right. what it was, was seven more tracks. Because um, she's like, she said like, I've, you know, I really, she's enjoyed with like the re-releases going into the vault and kind of showing, showing her work more, showing some of the creative process. And so with these tracks, Aaron Dessner is back in the mix as mm-hmm. like, a collaborator and he is the person she worked very closely with for folklore and evermore and you can certainly hear that in these songs and i'm a huge fan and like aaron desner the national like they work um, so well together i love the national too i love the national like um the the other the side big red machine the project he does with his his other side hustle with uh justin vernon yeah yeah uh which their that last album i listened to all the time and taylor has two features on that album mm-hmm. but um so that's where we come to with these songs that she dropped <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning uh chaotically. chaotically so it starts with the great war so i justified it all that blood shed crimson clover uh-huh the bombs were close in my hand was the one you reached 
my favorite of, of the three. It's really chat. good. That's I like I I go back and forth like a little bit, but it's really good. It's, it's really, so good. Really good. And I'm starting to think like, is do I have a weird thing for Taylor Swift songs that are about battle? Because I also loved Epiphany and a lot of people didn't. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not to be clear, I do not endorse war, but <laughs> if battle imagery is in Taylor Swift song, apparently yeah. I and into it um no and, and i just she, think like I calling the, it the great war is like that like the british the joe britishness influence yes like, you totally know like right be. right it's a and that's obviously the whole thing it's not about a literal war it's about a war yeah between yeah two yeah. partners and how they come together in the end which is really sweet um and but like i will always be yours i will always you be know. yours because we because yeah. we survived the great war is a I just love I mean, that. Lo- love, I love is a battlefield. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> yeah, Pat Benatar did not lie. Um, I love like how the sort of marching beat and the trumpets, you know, br- like bring that sort of war imagery full circle. Um, I really got a kick about how, or got a kick out of how the uh-huhs are there in the chorus, which you don't expect. Not expected. Song. No, yeah. Um I think it's really interesting and a fun twist. And yeah, I love the, I mean, the say a solemn prayer, place a poppy in my hair, the remembrance poppy. Like she really went full on with the uh, full British Brit. Like full yeah, Anglophile. Full Brit, full yeah. Brit. She loves a London boy. So I mean. She does love a London boy. Um, um, okay. And then we have bigger than the whole sky. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You are bigger than the whole sky. You were more than just a short time. I love this. This hits me a little bit too because I think I love the the imagery of like you like you were more than just a short time. That like sometimes things that are sh- short doesn't mean they aren't like very meaningful and impactful. Doesn't make it any any less special. Have you been less... reading the theories about how this is actually about pregnancy loss? Not necessarily hers, oh. but yeah. So I did Interesting. Not, I had not gotten to that I section did, of the internet yet. I did not pick up on it at all um, on my first or even second listen. And maybe my brain didn't go there because I don't want kids. Uh, and so that's not something that's fresh yeah. on my mind. But um, Same. But yeah. But when you read through and listen through again, it works perfectly. And she, one of You're her You're blowing friends, my mind right now. Yeah, one of her good friends- um, Claire, I think her last name is pr- pronounced Kisslinger. They've been friends like for a really long time, had a miscarriage, um, a pregnancy loss earlier this year. So I think a lot of people are like, Taylor Swift lost a baby, but I think it could easily be yeah, about her friends. Eyes. I mean, she's, she's in her, th- like, she's got friends who are having kids, trying to have kids. <laughs> we're at like, that, yeah. We're yeah. At that age. Oh my um, God. Now I'm just reading like, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You are bigger than the whole sky. Yeah. You were more, you than, only you for were a more than just a short time. I've got a lot to pine about. I've got a lot to live without. I'm never going to meet what could have been, would have been, what should have been you, you, what could have been, would have been you. Yeah. A lot, oh, so a lot of, I got a chill. I know oh. a lot of moms were tweeting and being like, you summed it up so perfectly. Um, and this is by the way, like completely possible that this was not in her mind as she was writing this, right. but she, it, but that's these, what it tapped into for people. Exactly. Like you, you bring your own experience to that's why art, she's so right? special yeah. as, a, as a musician. Um, Oh, but yeah, it's a really beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. And then you kind of you go into Paris. I'm so in love that I might stop breathing. Drew a map on your bedroom ceiling. No, I didn't see the news because we were somewhere else. Tumble down, pretend alleyways, cheap wine, make believe it's champagne. I was taken by the 
which is a much more <laughs> fun song and by very the way, different vibe. This is, I bet you literal money, this will be featured on Emily in Paris next season. Oh my God, yes. It totally <laughs> If not will. in a trailer, then prominently in an episode because it seems ta- tailor-made, LOL, for Emily Oh my God, yes. I want to brainwash you into loving me forever. Like we're bringing that theme like right up. But like, that feels like what Emily... Emily Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris is doing. Yep. Um. Oh my God, you're so right. This song is fun though. It's like a fun. It's a fun ditty. It's a fun bop. It's very 1989. I I would not say it's like a like a strong 1989 song, but it's fun. It's like you know you see. I get why this one was a bonus track. I, I, that's what I was, I was just going to say. I mean, it's it's a it's a fun song, but I yes. totally get why it didn't make the thirteen. I like, completely understand it, which is not true of everything on these bonus tracks. There are some no. really strong ones. Yeah, um, no, it's just like it's like okay, yeah, I, I like you. Wait, what is like, the I'm, line that I really? Oh, my favorite, my favorite tidbit on this one is. Um, sip quiet by my side in the shade, and not the kind that's thrown. I mean, the kind under where a tree has grown. Clever. It's clever. And the way she sings it, too, is like... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of it's like the, the, intonations, yeah. the intonations are like a little bit off, but in a cool mm-hmm. way. Uh, yeah. I love that line. That's a great line. Really good. Oh. Um, and then we go High Infidelity. High Infidelity. Put on your records and regret me. I bent the truth too far tonight. I was dancing around, dancing around it. Put on your headphones and burn my city Your picket fence is sharp as night I was dancing around, dancing around it Again, like, it's, like, I like it. I'm not obsessed with it. Yes, like it, not obsessed with it. Um, Do we think April 29th is a reference to This Is What You Came For? Yeah. Coming out? Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, yes. I absolutely do. I was like, this is one where we can really dig in. She has given us a very specific date. Um, yeah. So for anyone listening. Uh, if you've made it this far. And yeah. You if you've made it this far and you're still here. Kudos and to you. And you don't know. And you're not like us and don't aren't like April 29th. So she references April 29th. Do you want to know where I do you really want to know where I was April 29th or whatever mm-hmm. the lyric is? Do I really want to know? Do you really want to know where I was? Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so April 29th, 2016. Was the day that a very popular song that I'm sure all of you have listened to, this is what it came for, came out, comes out by her then boyfriend, Calvin Harris and Rihanna. And then we later learned that Taylor had written the lyrics for this song. Under a pseudonym, Under Neil a pseudonym, Schoberg. Neil Schoberg. <laughs> which I love. Uh, which is a very funny like she's a weird little nerd. She's I love so her weird. so much. She's, she's so, so weird. We- she's such a weirdo. I love her so much. Um, so they broke up very soon after this. Um, he did give an interview to the Seacrest interview. Uh, oh yes, that, that day where Seacrest asked if they would like were going to collaborate, and he's like, you know, we haven't even spoken about it. I can't see it happening though. No, she's about to take a long break. And then they took a real long break because they broke they took up. A real, exactly. And a few days later, she was dancing at the Met, the Met Ball with Tom Hiddleston. Who I've seen a lot of people connecting Bejewel to that sto- that yeah. timeline as that well. Feels, which that feels fits. that feels right. Yeah. And I'm also like, she might have broken up with Tom Hiddleston because he was nice too. <laughs> like, I mean, he's I seen, there seems he to seems not really be a nice. lot of. Um, 
there doesn't seem to be a lot of like negativity around that relationship or breakup. It kind of is like a relationship that happened. And then, and it was pretty short. Um, It clearly didn't work, you know, like, yeah, it it seems more mutual. Yeah. Yeah. And Calvin Harris is, I, no on him as her boyfriend. <laughs> I was always out on that. I know um, a lot of folks were. I I I mean Calvin Harris, I, whose real name is Adam. Yeah. Like your name is Adam. Adam and not and not Adam Harris. I don't even know what his stupid last name is, but um I mean I mean this is what it came for is a banger. So Oh, it's a <laughs> banger. Yeah. I mean Rihanna, Taylor, can't lose. Um, yeah, can Rihanna yeah. and Taylor just do it at the Super Bowl? Not that they were oh. together, but that would be too much for the world to handle. Yeah, but, um, I do think that must be what it's about, mm-hmm. like the April 29th reference. I feel like that's so specific, and it's that that song specific. came out on that day. Like it feels like what else are we supposed to think? Of right. <laughs> like I don't know that that's a meta- April 29th is a metaphor for anything. <laughs> no, no, you don't drop something that specific without it being what the date is yeah yeah and so yeah they were broken up soon after so um but i i also was like looking into this and i guess that technically the night of april 28th she was at Gigi's Gigi hadid's birthday party mm, interesting so i'm like hmm i bet that was a fun party i would like to know everything that happened there yeah and who was there who was there was hiddleston there was an old uh, what who was there right who was there? Um, is that where they met? Is that where they were dancing? Who knows? Who knows? She always leaves us guessing. Okay. And then we've got we've got three more songs. We've got Glitch. I think there's been a glitch. Uh, five seconds later, I'm fastening myself to you with a stitch. Uh, and I'm not even sorry. Thanks are so sorry. Blood moon lit. It must be counterfeit. Sonically, I am really digging it. Yeah. Um, it's definitely growing on me, especially it's the bit growing at the on end me too. where it cuts out and then, yes. it's, you know, it's like very dress. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's fun. Well, and like we were supposed to be just friends. I mean, listen, she's worked situationship into a song. I yeah. Love, I I'm love a situationship. I, I, I prefer it to paper rings and it's kind of of a similar, you yeah, know. Yeah, I would say I prefer it to paper rings. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not a big I'm not a big paper rings head. Me neither. Me neither. But I do um, love I do love I forgot that you existed. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. also is a Calvin Harrison, but but um I also I got really I after the the last presidential election when Biden won, I was like on a walk and I listened to, I forgot that you existed like so oh. I got in a real mood about it. Yes. <laughs> Worked perfectly for this. Yeah. For the situation. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we've got would have, could have, should have. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. Is would have, could have, should have better than Dear John? It might be. It might I be. think it is because she's evolved and she's she, grown yes. so much. It's more sophisticated. I mean, 
Dear John was a very sophisticated song at the time to write about a relationship that was that fresh. But I think this is really, this is my second favorite. Currently, that could change. It could move up. Um, This is probably my favorite of the 3 AMs. It's really good. I love the bridge that I regret you all the time. And you can like feel the anger still. And like that she's, and also that you're, she's so mad that she still has to fucking yes, regret this. Cause right. you know that feeling where you're like, I it's don't exhausted. want, it's an I, exhausted I, I do anger. not want to be doing this mm-hmm. anymore, but it's still in there cause it's mm-hmm. so deep. And the like, well, the lyrics are so fucking good in this They're song. They're really, really like, good. If I was paint, did it splatter on a promising grown man? Eh. Mm-hmm. And then give me back my girlhood. It girlhood was mine, is mine first. first. Uh, I I have to say I'm I'm really surprised. Like the Great War, despite being a really great song, I think would have made more sense on Folklore Evermore if she wasn't going to make it a, a, a bonus track. This makes would have made so much sense as part of the album. Maybe it's because it sounds a little more country. Um, yeah, because of who it's about. Yeah, um, doing the same you know, using the same device that she used in Dear John with the, yeah. with the guitars, but it's so strong. Like, yeah. yeah. The, the, and for anyone who's listening, again, if you've come this far, I feel like you're probably a hard you, year. You gotta know. Yeah. <laughs> it's John Mayer. Yes. Yes. Who dated her when he was in his early thirties and she was 19. Real messed up. Yeah. This is an example of one where she like lays all the facts bare. There's yeah, no, I mean, there's not know, a mystery here who, who it's about. Like, and um, it was like when she wrote dear John and she called it dear John, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, um, I, I love this song. It's really good. So much. And I'm so glad we got it like yeah. now. And like, it's not like some, like, uh, it's, and I think, it's also like that line, give me back my girlhood, it was mine first, is already blowing up on TikTok. Yeah. And like, incredible. I mean, I feel like it's just like such an anthem for young women, you know, like that in whatever mm-hmm. way. Who have been taken they, advantage of and exploited. And like, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. a very common, um, common experience. And like, yeah, like this could have, as you said earlier, like were any of these songs from earlier, you know, recording sessions, this is one where I could maybe see that being the case, but she also, she's singing and writing with such sophistication and such removal, like remorseful removal. Yeah, but but maybe she wrote it when they were working on Folklore Never. Right, Like maybe it can, but that's still only like two years ago, you know, like it's definitely not written by like young Taylor. No, for sure has. You can hear it. You can hear it. And I do think it's that like frustration with being like, I can't believe I still have to fucking work through shit about this. But I the do. The tomb won't but close. I do. Oh. Again, her mind. Yeah. Her mind. This, I mean, yeah, lyrically, this is the strongest it's, of the of the bonus tracks. Oh, for God. Sure, yeah, for it's me. so good. Mm-hmm. And and you can really hear like, it, it just, I, yeah, I get it. Like sonically, it is so like to like what you said, I, I hadn't even really put that all together. Like mm-hmm. tying it to dear John with yeah. those guitars and like with that. Yeah. I mean, in dear <sighs> John, she really did it with the twangy guitar and everyone, as soon as oh, they heard yeah. it was like, Oh, she's like poking fun at her. Like this is a direct barb. Um, it's yeah. a little subtler here, but yeah, you can but it like it's still. it's that invisible string, like right, yeah. like two back back to that time and that era mm-hmm. and that song, and then we have Dear Reader. I wonder who these nights I prefer hiding in plain sight. 
this goes really well with her NYU commencement speech. Yes. You know, like That's advice a great to point. the next generation. Yes. Um, yeah. When I, for on my first listen, when I got to the point where it was clear that she was talking about herself, like I love how it goes from an advice column to yeah. actually don't listen to me because I'm, I've messed up so many times and I'm, yeah. a, you know, a very flawed person. Yeah. Um, like never take advice from someone who's falling apart, you know, yeah. like, and then it's like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. um, and I think again, it's so connected to like, like do as I say, not as I do. Or like, yeah. you know, like I'd say that all the time. I'm like, I can give great advice. I don't always apply that to myself and like things right. that I would like, exactly. you know, and it's like, or like when you hear one of your friends talking badly about themselves and you're like, don't talk about my friend that way. Like, you know, but I'm then beating the shit out of myself internally, right. like about everything, you know, and she knows how many uh, people identify with her songs and, and what she writes. And she's like, I just want you to know, like, I should not be your role model. Yeah. Um, even though she obviously is, and she will continue to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's but a lot like, of self-awareness there. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout that, this album as a whole, more so yeah. than she's ever shown. And it does. It feels like, it feels like growth and th- probably therapy and, mm-hmm. and like distance and, yeah. and all that stuff. It's a, it's, I, I don't even, I can't even rank it yet. Cause it's like, we need more time. Like we I need, need more, more time, time with it. With I haven't it. had as much time with the 3am tracks. Um, yeah. Same. I'm like, I'm not as deep in those. I've been listening yeah. to them a lot, but I, I mm-hmm. haven't like totally spent as much time right. with them, but like, I do I love, love what's happening. What's happening uh, sonically towards the end with the, you should find another guiding light and the warped. I mean, I just, I, I, I really enjoy. You like should the, have been a produ- music producer in a, another life. I, I just, yeah, I, a lot of people are like, there's too, the, the production's too heavy on this song. I'm like, no, it's part of the whole, like, but that's you know, what the point is. Like it's yeah. supposed to be produced. Like, mm-hmm. I like that it's so produced because that's obviously what they were going for. Yeah. Like, and also and she did want to sounds... make a move away from folklore and everyone. Like, she wanted to. And of course, as an artist, you're like, she's like, yeah, I surprised you guys when I did right. that. And now I like I'm coming... how it kind of sounds also a little bit sleepy because they're 3 yes. a.m. tracks and like you're, you know, like these thoughts that are bouncing around, but you're really exhausted. So you don't know if you're thinking yeah. or thinking straight. Um, it's like through a thickness, like mm-hmm. through a murk. Yeah, there's, like a, there's a lot of haze in this album. There's a, a lot whole. of haze. And, and I, not just lavender. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's what my friend said too. She was like, I want a candle collab with lavender haze. I was like, um, and then I was like, she should do it with boy smells. Bo- boy she smells, with, I was right? going to say. That was my immediate, I was like, she should do it with boy smells. Yeah. Yeah, but there is, there is like a smoky haze mm-hmm. over the whole thing. And that feels right, like yeah. for Midnight's and like for this, for that introspection and for that, like going inside, like going mm-hmm. inside yourself. Yeah, it's very, it's a very inward looking, like very evocative album as a whole. Yeah, um, I'm glad you liked it as much as I did. Um, do more, Taylor, so we can do more of these. Um, so we'll have the video tonight. Uh, and then tell everyone where to find you. Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm Alana Fishman, E-L-A-N-A-F-I-S-H-M-A-N on Instagram, mostly Twitter, eh, some, usually it's only Taylor related and then TikTok, but I haven't ticked a talk yet. That is something I would love to do. 
if I can find the time. <laughs> I know that's the thing. It's like usually with a, like a Taylor release, I that's like when I would do idiotic TikToks that I don't know. I I, got, I like lose my mind, but I was like so I was like I barely have time to take this I in know. myself. It's so been I was chaotic. Like, <laughs> so I'm like okay, but yeah, it's same. I mean, but. I love being on Swift Talk and watching everyone yes, else. Yes, I'm a lurker for sure. Um, well, thank you so much. This was so thank much fun. Thank you for having me. This was a treat. Um, and I will be right back. Thank you so much to Alana for coming on and spending her evening talking about Taylor Swift with me. I can think of nothing more fun, frankly. And thank you to any of you who are still listening to this very long episode of We Have Notes. I appreciate you. I hope if you're a Swifty, you liked it. I hope if you're a more casual fan, maybe it gave you some insight into the the minds of Swifties and how we, some of us took in this album, obviously like art is totally subjective. Love it, hate it, whatever you want to do with it. I'm very glad that I get to live in the same time as Taylor Swift. I feel very, very lucky. And I also feel very, very lucky to have all of you listening. And I will get into more of some more thoughts and, and things on midnights in the newsletter, which will be back this week. It might even come out early if I get it done. Who knows we'll see that's we have notes.substack.com you can follow me at abby gardner on twitter at abby c gardner on instagram at we have notes on instagram and tiktok until next week so yeah this will be the episode for this week we're going to get it out a little earlier than our usual thursday drop and until next week obviously i want to hear all your thoughts on midnights what are you loving what are you not loving what are you vibing with do you also weep openly to Sweet Nothing every single time you hear it? I, I've listened to this song like 30 times now. Not a one time have I not cried. Probably should talk to my therapist about that. But um, until then, enjoy the album. And yeah, meet me at midnight. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. 